Welcome to the Nerd Culture's Dead Podcast. I am your host and thoroughly a nerd, Zach. Today's topic will be, why is nerd culture dead? And to help me discuss this topic, today's guests will be Jen at Nerd Culture's Dead and Jason at Tog Roleplay. Before we get into today's discussion, I'd like to take a moment and just quickly go around the room and give a little context to where we're coming from. And by that, I really mean, let's give some background information on what makes us nerds and why we feel the way we do about this particular topic. Firstly, I guess I'm going first. So here we go. Uh, Let's see. I'm 25. I've been a nerd for a while. I started with going to conventions, so like Megacon, stuff like that. Uh, then I got real into board games. I went to a Dice Tower Con every year for quite a while. Some video games, some anime, but mostly I guess board games and like convention. I did some cosplay. Shit like that. It's real fun. So that's that's where I'm at. Alright, and I'm uh, Jason, as Zach mentioned. I guess uh, well, what makes me a nerd is I've been a nerd pretty much my entire life. Uh, started playing Dungeons & Dragons back in the mid-80s. And it just kind of snowballed from there, uh, you know, really got into uh, just the the culture that, you know, was developing around nerddom to begin with. And, you know, going to conventions, uh, gaming, uh, just pretty much anything nerdy I like. And that's just been who I am. And uh, I'm loud and proud when it comes to being a nerd. That's awesome, guys. A uh, little context on me. My name is Zach. Uh, I'm in my early 20s. I've really been a nerd ever since I was a kid, and my parents handed me a Game Boy with Pokemon Yellow on it, and that kind of snowballed my whole life from there, where that really has been my main identity. And really, that's about it. So let's go ahead and dive into the topic and discuss why nerd culture is dead. Culture is defined on the Merriam-Webster Dictionary as the beliefs, customs, arts, etc. of a particular society, group, place, or time. Now, the reason why I strongly feel that nerd culture is dead is we are past the time of the nerd. Nowadays, whatever had made up nerd culture has largely become part of everyday society and has become more or less the norm. Things that seemed taboo such as Dungeons and Dragons in the 80s during the peak of the whole satanic ritualism behind the game and what made people fear it to begin with, that's all been disproven and has become more or less a meme at this point. Things like anime, where people would think of you as a pervert for even thinking you liked the idea of anime, is now one of the most common mediums to see art and is widely accepted nowadays. So, more or less, the discussion's really going to be focused around this idea that the things that at one point grouped us all together as nerd culture no longer really do, and we've all developed into small niche groups that more or less can be conjuncted into their own little cultures. Someone who, say, is into Warhammer isn't necessarily part of the same culture as someone who really likes anime. They've kind of evolved into their own subgroups. So... Slightly contradicting to that. Um, I don't necessarily believe that nerd culture is dead. Uh, I don't think it ever died. I think it's thriving now more than ever. So a lot of the times, basically, as you were saying, is it's not taboo anymore. Um, Basically, everyone in some way, shape, or form is a nerd. Um, Nerd is normal. 
There's not like the whole, you know, 80s, 90s style movies where you got the jocks and you got the geeks and, you know, I mean, you do, but like, I don't know any football player who doesn't also play video games, you know, stuff like that. It's, it's a lot of people have come together and accepted it more as a being in general. So I, I think it's, it's less dead and more just existing. Yeah, that, that's some good points yeah, you've got I there. And I, I, I kind of agree with you on a lot of that uh, because, but at the same time, I agree with Zach on some points because right now, you know, in my opinion, anyway, everybody has something that they just nerd out about. I mean, you know, you heard the term fangirl or fanboy about something. Everybody's got something. Even you go, okay, sports fanatics, a guy who is just so into football. Guess what? He's nerding out about football. Nerd. Exactly. He's nerding out about football. Okay, so it's not the conventional nerdy topics that, like, uh, you know, my generation and you got you know, we all start growing up with these things that we were ostracized for by, you know, other groups of people that were more mainstream at the time. But, you know, now that is accepted culture. Really, How, it's passion at its core. It's someone who absolutely. really finds a topic that they happen to enjoy. Mm -hmm. And that's more or less where I get into it is what defined a nerd was somebody who took one of these hobbies or an idea that they loved and were passionate about, but nobody else accepted them for it. Now that that's gone... And we can all be out in the air that, hey, you know, I like Pokemon and I'm 23 years old. What does it matter? That doesn't make me a nerd anymore. It's the collection of those ideas that once defined a nerd. And now that that's gone, I think we're just enthusiasts. Yeah, but I would I would have to say this is where I disagree with you on, on something and more agree with Jen. Because I don't think nerd culture itself is actually dead. It has just evolved. And for me, you know, the term nerd, that's a badge of honor. You know, to be called a nerd, to basically have other people recognize that you are passionate about something like you said, Zach, mm -hmm. to, to recognize that in you, you know, they're seeing, hey, this person loves this thing. They're passionate about it. That's great. If you want to call me a nerd, fine. I don't care. I'm all about that. I wear that loud and proud. Exactly. So I don't think that nerd culture is dead. Like you mentioned kind of in the, the earlier part here. <clears throat> It has evolved into different niche groups, but as a whole, nerd culture should is still alive and should be celebrated as people's passion for things that they just love. So it's it's everyone now. So it's become a more or less of a large umbrella that you would go ahead and define yeah, as it, nerd culture nowadays. In, in, in my opinion, yeah. I mean, you could just call it culture if you wanted, but... But then what makes it nerd culture? Uh, the I, th I would say the depth of passion that people have about it and about their individual thing or multiple individual things, you know, multiple things that they might be uh, passionate about. Because to me, the whole thing of being a nerd was that there was something that you loved so passionately just at the time, it wasn't seen as a mainstream thing, but you loved it so passionately that other people were like, this person's weird because not a lot of people were doing that. They weren't focused so much on things, unless it was the few key things that were acceptable. Harry Potter, Star Wars. Yeah, but no, that's your generation. Even Star Wars at the time, yeah, like mm -hmm. during the prequel trilogy, that was still something that really got you ostracized. And that's yeah. kind of where the whole nerd thing comes from, is that no matter what you're passionate about, you're willing to 
display that and be proud of it that despite the stereotype and the stigma that came along with it mm -hmm. you were okay to call yourself a nerd because it's who you really were you were happy about it exactly i want to dive into talking about i think what normalized it so like as an example i and i never watched this so i don't know how helpful um <laughs> the uh like stranger things for an example from the little bit i understand about it they did a whole D&D thing, and that's, like, the plot of the movie. Yeah. Or show, sorry. Sorry, yep. guys, don't yell at me. Did either um, of you two watch that? No, oh, I, I, no yeah, don't be ridiculous. I've watched, <laughs> I watched Stranger Things, and yeah, that, that was it. They, like, the group was, mm -hmm. they were a D&D group. Yeah, that it was, was, it was kids like Jason who, in the 80s, were playing Dungeons exactly. & Dragons. Yeah, and it's something, like, Stranger Things got so popular. Like, at Universal, there was, you know, a Stranger Things haunted house or whatever mm. for, you know... Halloween Horror Nights. Thank you. Totally blanking. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, just things like that that I think have definitely come to normalize what we call nerds every day, you know? like yeah, You know what I kind of think really mm -hmm. does it? Short answer, the internet. Well, yeah. The modern revelization of streaming has made all these media that were once hard to get a hold of mm -hmm. really easy to watch. Mm -hmm. Like, try yes. watching He-Man in the late 90s. True. It's almost impossible, but nowadays you can just go ahead and pull it up on whatever streaming service has it for the month. Yeah, exactly. like you don't even have to have cable anymore. You can just, all right, I want to watch yeah, anime. I don't, I don't I have cable. Watch, yeah, I, I don't have cable. I don't know many people my age who have cable, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Well, kind of going off what you're saying, that I, I think that it's not just the internet. It's also big business. I mean, you, you look at it. What happened is... Enough people who, you know, would be classified as nerds when, when we were younger, when we were in middle school, high school, whatever, you know, maybe the, you know, the atypical, yeah, I was picked on by the jocks or whatever, you know, you want to say, but like those people, power and money. exactly, they, they grew up, they, you know, worked hard, they're, they're now, you know, any, you know, in, in their adult years, whether it's, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s, whatever, but now they got some money mm -hmm. and you know, somebody said, hey, you know, let's take a risk. Let's let's make this movie. And this movie now ends up making way more money than they thought. You know, whatever movie it might be. Mm -hmm. Okay. It makes way more money than they thought. It was like, ooh, let's make another. So they make another. And so they start, they're starting down this pathway of things that appeal to the traditional nerd. And then it just snowballs from there. Now they're starting to source material. Hey, Marvel Universe, what do they do? They're digging into the Marvel comics. They're, you know, DC comics. You know, mm -hmm. they've got shows on Netflix that are DC World, you know, and that universe. They got the Marvel movies, all these things. They're making tons of money. And I think that also contributes to it because it's a profit motivation there, too. Well, that and the public figures who are associated with it. Like, exactly. look at people like Samuel L. Jackson, who in the last 10 years has come out and says that he loves anime. Those are important things for people to be saying that mm -hmm. they are passionate about these topics or when Vin Diesel did a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, like yeah. where did that come from? Yeah. Or Henry Cavill. Dude, like that that's the nerd guy. He is King. our poster boy, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, or like um Keanu Reeves doing the, the video game. Oh yeah, doing Cyberpunk. Mm -hmm. Cyberpunk. Yep. As much as meme culture has <laughs> even helped at that point. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think some of it too, even simple things like like the concept of like Dave and Buster's has become more popular. So it was something that, you know, used to go to like the nickel arcades or whatever back in, you know, 80s, 90s, whatever it was. And then it evolved and got cooler, I guess. So now it's, you know, you see arcades 
a lot more often than you would think you would. And I mean, a lot of it's done. They have a bunch of like VR stuff now. And I mean, that's something that's, that'll slowly drag you in deeper and deeper. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Or even just the fact that it's in permeating in bars now where mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you go out and half the bars listed in the local area all happen to be arcade bars. Yeah. Have pinball machines along the wall mm -hmm. like the other day. Yeah. yeah or... <laughs> just, it's all over. But I kind of want to get back to the fact that I think, especially Jen, but also myself to a point, don't entirely agree that nerd culture is dead. So I want to hear a little bit more from you as to, you know, why is nerd culture dead? Video killed the radio store. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's more or less the thought that what once unified us as the stigma that labeled us as nerds, right? That wasn't a given name. That was something that was handed to us by our so-called oppressors. Mm -hmm. And really, we at one point, that was the badge of honor. That was something that went ahead and made us who we are. But I think nowadays, now that we no longer have that to band us together, there is this loose disassociation within nerd culture where now anything you're passionate about, like you've been mentioning, kind of defines you as a nerd. And I think mm -hmm. more or less that's homogenized the whole group to look like a murky cloud rather than the proud banner it once served, right? Where we were once plaid and covered in comic letters were now whatever corporate america wants us to be mm -hmm. yeah, fair enough really it's the people with money who have been pushing us towards yeah being widely accepted in all groups true true fair enough point uh but i'm also curious now like with you know today's kids currently in middle school and high school because you know i didn't hear about it much from from my kids and trust me I raised my my kids to be nerds. They they are nerds through and through, but I didn't hear it much from them. So I'm curious about, you know, what audience members might think, you know, when you were, you know, are are you still in middle school? Are you still in high school? Are you still hearing people being called nerds in the schools? Cuz I, I mean, that's I, where I would it kind say of you're probably not. I I know I, I didn't would, hear it very much when I was a I kid. I would think you are. I know growing up, I got it a lot. Mm -hmm. And even now, like, I still call myself a nerd. I know plenty of other people who speak of me and my friends as nerds, but it's not as bad and taboo as it used to be. It's all, yeah, I'm a nerd, you know, like, mm -hmm. what about it, you know? <laughs> like, none of it's none of it's bad. It's all fun and games, and it's, it's part of what defines who we are. Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, I've, I would say I... I wouldn't say I let it define me. I would say it's just who I am. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it, it's become mainstream enough. I know that, uh, you know, on, you know, dates that I've been on, one of the questions I ask women is, you know, so what are you nerd out about? You know, what's mm -hmm. what's your nerd thing? And I've seen a lot of them kind of get thrown off by that. And they're like, huh? You're they're like, like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But it's really like, not worth my they're time. They're like, right, no, no, come back. Yeah. No, it's it's like, you know. I'm asking them, what are you passionate about? You know, mm -hmm. what's your thing? It doesn't have to what be... What makes you tick? Yeah, it doesn't have to be, be comic books, video mm -hmm. games, anything like that, but what is it? Yeah? So I'm just... That's the kind of mainstreaming I think that Zach's kind of getting at. Mm -hmm. and, and that's kind of where I'm going to lead us to here is that the nerd culture of old is dead. Not necessarily that our hobbies, our passions are gone and have died long ago. 
It's like a phoenix. It was died in the ash, and now it's being reborn. Exactly. Better it, and it, stronger. And as we have mentioned, it's evolved. We are no longer this giant group of people who were loosely tethered by by passionate hobbies. So would you say that it's been died and reborn, or just, uh, hey, nerds, we won. Woohoo! We're the winners! Mm. Yeah. We win life. We 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 won the championship. <laughs> we're king of the mountain. <laughs> all, all of the rich people now who are nerds kind of mm-hmm. have the statue of honor to be built there. I mean, more or less, it's the people who are funding all these projects and having us live in this wonderful time where even not even AAA studios are making great games. Right, that wasn't yeah. a thing twenty years ago. It was you get the seasonal releases of the big companies or you get nothing at all. Yeah. Now you can go ahead and pull up Steam and there's games being released daily. Yeah. Well you get all movies the movies are being developers. crowdfunded. Yeah. It's this wonderful thing that now that the internet is here where we can go ahead and crowdsource whatever we want to be made. Where if somebody's really passionate about a certain project, right? Like a game I'm really looking forward to called Death Ground. It's Basically, what we've always wanted out of a Jurassic Park video game. Ooh. A survival game where you run away from dinosaurs. It's what okay. we've always wanted. Okay, I'm no, sold. I I'm in. be the dinosaur. <laughs> I'm, Let's I'm, be I'm And it's entirely crowdfunded on Kickstart right now. Nice. It's just those wonderful things that I really just think the nerd culture of old is dead, right? Sweet. I'm in. I'll have to play that on my channel. <laughs> so, um, I think part of it, too, is just nerd is future to an extent so like it's already here well yeah but not even that so like to progress technology so back to the future they all had hoverboards and flying cars how do you think that's possible without nerds like it's it's let's be real like you you need nerds to survive it's 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 definitely not possible in fact i will tell you because this is something i'm gonna nerd out right here because i'm very passionate about this this is something that you know, I mean, we've got nerds doing amazing things. Elon Musk, he's a freaking nerd. Okay? Mm-hmm. He wanted to do get us to Mars, build a colony, mm-hmm. and I'm all for that. And the reason I'm all for that is cuz exactly what you just said, Jen, because what happened is when we were in the space race and we were launching rockets and then we put men on the moon, what happened is a whole generation of young children were inspired to become engineers. And guess where all our technology now comes from? Those nerds. Those nerds. Our progression in technology, comparatively, has been extremely slow since then because (laughs) since that time, we haven't had that inspiration. And so it's been dropping off. The amount of engineering students actually graduating has been getting smaller and smaller and smaller. If we actually put someone up on Mars, guarantee a whole new generation of nerds Mm -hmm. are going to be inspired. Meanwhile, now we're getting more and more doctors and lawyers. Exactly. The things we don't need in America. <laughs> well, maybe more doctors, but yeah, not like, the lawyers. Ah. Not the lawyers. No. <laughs> Man, you anywhere in Florida, you go. Is there a nurse in here? Thirty people raise their hand yeah. immediately. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's. I think that's going to inspire the next generation of engineers. Mm-hmm. And what are they? They're just people who are passionate about you know a scientific discovery and creation, and that's going to propel us even further towards those hoverboards and mm-hmm. flying cars. Well, not even that, like the the fucking invention of the refrigerator mm-hmm. like stuff like that like you don't even think about that guarantee you that was made by a nerd mm-hmm. guaranteed all 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 of this stuff is through throughout history nerds drive us and they get picked on because society in general especially you know back mm-hmm. in the past 
was, oh, wait a minute. You're too focused on this thing. You're too, you're too smart or working too hard on, on learning or whatever it was. We, we just need you to play football and build cars. Yeah, exactly. Like that's 2022, get, man. Get over it. <laughs> yeah. Get, get on the factory line. Don't think. Mm-hmm. You know, but... You're, you are to pull this lever and press this button. Pick, and if you press the button and then pull down. the lever, that guy's arm gets cut off. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so now, I mean, now it's, like you guys are saying there, I think we did win because it's, who you know, who's running the show now? Mm-hmm. So perhaps you're right. It... The traditional nerd culture is dead. What once was can never be. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that's for the best. Can be, but at the same time, I'll tell you what. I really enjoyed growing up and being kind of singled out as, hey, you're different. Well, it certainly made finding friends easier. Yeah. Because you could pick out a nerd a mile away and go, oh, this fucker likes Pokemon? Shoot, I like Pokemon. Exactly. We're automatically friends. There's, exactly. there's no discussion about Instant. it. Instant. Instant friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you automatically have that bond of, hey, mm-hmm. I, I, I got dunked in the toilet. Yeah. How about you? Oh, look. Hey, I just got this pack of Magic the Gathering cards. Want to play? Hell yeah. Best friends for life. Mm-hmm. Easy as that? Yep. I mean, it's just the way things went. So uh, I'm still curious, though. Does that really, truly solidify that nerd culture is dead? Not necessarily, but that's what this back and forth discussion is about. All right. And we, we've covered a few things, so... Really, the time of the nerd was the, my main argument as to why nerd culture is dead. Mm-hmm. Right, so we've got a few other aspects to this. So, beliefs, custom, arts of a particular society, group, place, or time. So, place, right, we already covered time. The group of people, right, that one. that one's pretty easy. Yeah. Nerds, people who got picked on for liking Pokemon, people who got picked on for yeah. watching He-Man past the age of eight. Pe- people who got picked on because they were passionate about being in the school theater productions. People who got picked on because they were in the school choir. People, you know, people who got picked on because they, they, they played, played the French instrument. horn. Yeah, played the people French. People who horn. got picked on because insert answer here. Exactly. Correct. <laughs> yeah. And and more or less everyone got picked on. That's yeah. kind of just how evil mm-hmm. kids are, but. Yeah, There's a difference apples. between being picked on because you wore pink shoes instead of white shoes over, hey, this thing that you identify with, the very thing that has shaped you to be the person you are today, makes you a loser. Yeah. Trash. Yeah, I think that's, that's, that is the one aspect. That, that, that can never change. Yeah, but that is, that is the one, one aspect that I am glad has kind of disappeared from, from I mean, I'm sure mm-hmm. it's not completely gone. I'm no, sure that it still I, happens in, you know, some places on on a, a smaller scale, but... Yeah, I think bullying always happens, especially middle school, high school era. Mm-hmm. I think it happens less as adults, but it definitely it kinda is has still to, there. Right? The areas you can bully people, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. As an adult, you have work. your places outside of work where you're going to want to spend time to enjoy yourself, right? Normal. More often than not, these are places with people who are like you, right? So if you are a nerd and you're going to spend time with other nerds. Yeah, absolutely. The other places are home and the workplace. Mm -hmm. If you bully someone at work, you likely just get fired for it. (laughs) It depends on the job. If you bully someone in in your house, you're more than likely abusing somebody, whether you know it or not. So it's kind of hard to bully people as an adult. As a kid, you kind of get a free pass, really. 
I yeah. mean, let's not let's not encourage that. Yeah. Well, not no, encourage so, it, so, but make an observation. It's so, way easier as a child. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you're not wrong. Simple, simple answer. You're getting you're getting bullied. Seek help. You yeah. know, ask for help. Okay, and you know if they're not if they're not willing to help you, you got to stand up for yourself. Because that's the only way. Punch him back, dude. Yeah, punch him in the just, dick. Just punch Billy right back <laughs> well, in his stupid face. Okay, maybe face. don't do that. No, no, I, this no, is I'm what not... I endeavor. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm endorsing. No, you're not advocating for violence. Yeah, here. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna advocate for violence. It's a funny joke to say, but no, uh, I'm not gonna advocate for violence. Like, but, like, it, yeah. Nat it's, twenty, his face. <laughs> it sucks at first, but if you're getting bullied, seek help from people who can actually help you. Yeah. yeah. Talk to a teacher, a guidance counselor. A neighbor, a parent, mm -hmm. anyone who you th can actually trust. Someone mm -hmm. who, when you are sad, you go to. That is the person who you talk to about bullying. And and honestly, you know what I'll, I'll say about that subject is it doesn't work all the time. But sometimes when the bully comes to you and if they, if they went with the traditional, uh, you know, you're a nerd. You're a nerd. I'm going to beat you up. It's hard. But just be like, yeah, I'm a nerd. I'm passionate about this thing. You know what? It's really cool. I think, let me show you about it. Let me try to, you know, help you find the, the joy in this that I find. Doesn't, it isn't going to work 100% of the time. I, I can tell you that. It's about 98% of the time I'm going to say ineffective. Yeah, but no, but you know, I actually would There's say. There's that 2%. No, no, I would say it's actually more than that. Yeah? I would say it's actually more than that. I would say that uh, just based on my own experience, you know, I've made some nerd converts. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely, I think. In 2022, I think it's a lot easier oh, than yeah. it would have been, say, the 90s, well, early 2000s. I mean, this was sure. in, this was in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. you know, well, I made some nerd converts because I was, you know, I was fine with people calling me a nerd. Someone came up with me, called me a nerd, and, and was mm -hmm. like, "You're such a nerd." And I was like, "Yeah." Well, yeah. <laughs> Duh. And, and you know, sometimes it just leaves them dumbfounded enough that you get that little bit of in where you can mm -hmm. say, "You know what? Look, this is cool art." You know, check out this this story and this art and this comic book. Mm -hmm. This is an amazing story. Did you, did you see that movie that came out, you know, three months ago? Yeah, did you see how hot Wonder Woman was? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, check out this one. You know, she's hot. You know, th you know, this is cool. There's fight scenes. Check them out. I had some people that became lifelong friends. Yeah. Because they started out calling me a nerd. And I was mm -hmm. like, yep, and here you go. Check it out. It's awesome stuff. Yeah. And now, then they got into it. And not even having to convert bullies, but I mean, just people who I've slowly suckered into being more of a nerd. Yeah. My best friend, Brandon, for example, he was all about, back in high school, track, cross country, and playing the bass. That's almost all he did. Then, all of a sudden, I slowly suckered him into more things, and now he plays magic and talks about Warhammer. Yeah. So it's, it's your fault. He's yeah. Broke. Yeah, it's my fault, for sure. Yeah. Damn you, Zach. I had not played Magic the Gathering for years. I thought I finally kicked that yeah, gambling uh -huh, addiction. It's uh -huh. your fault. Yeah, we ain't, we ain't gonna talk about that. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, gambling. <laughs> but really, that covers all the aspects of the group of nerds, but beliefs, customs, and art. Art is very easy for nerds. It, we have really been bonded over it with things like Dungeons & Dragons, the mm -hmm. art and the modules comic books the way that our heroes are represented to us yep. movies are Anime. now the biggest mm -hmm. aspect of really the new nerd oh, yeah. culture where the new marvel movie release is something that is a global scale event and people enjoy and look forward to that one is inarguable 
the art aspect of nerd culture will never die. That is really what has bonded us and made us who we are. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Mm -hmm. I think that has definitely driven a lot, especially because it appeals to so many people. Just the, the visual style of, like, the movies, uh, you know, the, the artwork you see on cards, you know, for, you know, different, you know, games like Pokemon, Magic Gathering, etc. You know, just the artwork that's put in there is visually stunning. And it's got a superb identity. When you mm -hmm. go ahead and look at any board game that's on a shelf at Target, right, at each, each of them is going to be re really stunning and it's going to pop out to you. Mm -hmm. where people have spent hundreds of hours creating this world for you to enjoy. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that nerds do best, is make whole new worlds. It's what Dungeons & Dragons is all about. Hear, hear. That's what I do every week. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> and it never gets old either, because it's the thing that we all have all had since we're kids and we can bring back to, and that's our imagination. Mm -hmm. When you see something, you can go ahead and imagine it moving. You can yeah. imagine yourself as a barbarian swinging an axe down on some poor little goblin who was just trying to steal bread. <laughs> it's my favorite thing so much. Yeah, you barbarian. You. Big, dumb, stupid. I love it. And all, all you're going to do is just, you know, beat up that poor little goblin. You, know, you just can't beat I've them up. started wars I wasn't supposed to. It is what it is. <laughs> so arts is a pretty nice bow around it. it. That one's pretty easy. Yeah. Then we get into the customs, which I, I think is one that requires a little more in-depth discussion. So as the customs of nerds, right, one of the things that appeals to me immediately is convention. Mm -hmm. That's what I was thinking you were <clears throat> yeah, going to say. Same. Right, where a custom of a nerd, right, is go to convention, attend panel, see a childhood hero of yours talk about how the thing that they made really bored them to death. <laughs> Go out and spend money on stuff that you find passionate about, right? Walk around, bond with other nerds, attend the game rooms, and have fun, right? Yep. And that kind of wraps up the whole Megacon experience. Mm -hmm. Or really any convention for that matter. It's just mm -hmm. they've kind of been put into subgroups where you have board game conventions, you have anime conventions, you have comic exclusive conventions because mm -hmm. we kind of stole comic conventions from comic conventions. If, if, it exists. There's a convention for it. Yeah. But there's also, there's also, like you said, you know, there, there's all these subgroups and it's kind of all divided out. But at the same time, so there are some conventions that is everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Megacon does a pretty good job of including almost everything yeah, a, that you can think of. It's a pretty big. They kind of stole that from the comic community, though. Yeah, they mm -hmm. did. It, I'm not not arguing that. Mm -hmm. But then there's DragonCon, same kind of thing. I mean, the large conventions that have, you know. Stuff for the anime fans, stuff for the gamers, stuff for mm -hmm. the fan of, you know, Doctor Who. Miscellaneous uh, porn, yeah. It, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I think, honestly, out of all the conventions I've attended, I think Dragon Con probably does it the best, where they've managed to include the most of everything in there. Yeah. Yeah, I've been going for, like, ten years. <laughs> I've only been once, yeah. but, like, they, they do a really good job of it. They do. They do. But I think Megacon <laughs> is getting a lot better. No, they are, for sure. I know last year with COVID was a little... Touch and go there, but yeah. they're, they're working on it. Yeah, it, it may just be nostalgia for me, but I think my favorite Megacon was Megacon 2014. Okay. And that, that was when it was still primarily a Comic-Con, where half of the vendors were really based around comic books. Comics, yeah. And Artist Alley was a whole row of just comic artists, and mm -hmm. it wasn't just them scattered throughout. 
There was oh, less yeah. of the visual presentations of having like cars and stuff there. Yeah. The splendor has gone up for sure, but I think mm -hmm. the core essence of MegaCon has been it, evolving. It's with well, the it's nerd diluted. Culture. It's diluted the one type of nerdiocrity. I don't know how you want to call it. <laughs> and uh, sub nerd, sub nerd, sub nerd genre. Uh, but it is then incorporated so many others. Yeah, like anime was not represented at that con because it was not mainstream at all. Yep. And for whatever reason, MegaCon tends to be pretty mainstream. So would you say then that, for example, like, you know, the, the going with the culture and the customs of, let's say, MegaCon, which anyone, if you're in Orlando, when MegaCon comes around, come out, let's have fun. Yeah, hit but, us up. We run a werewolf room there every year. Oh, just just yeah. call me. <laughs> but, you know, it... Would you say that... Don't call Jen. <laughs> you can call me, it's fine. But would you say then that all of that, as an example, housed under one roof, itself is living, thriving nerd culture? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, so then it's, it's the embodiment dead. of it. So then it's not dead, even though it's separated out. As, as we've already gone over, it had died and then been reborn. It well, is I'm just giving different. you a counterpoint on that one. Oh, I know. <laughs> and that's why this is a discussion. Yes. So I'm, I'm going to back us up real quick. So into the whole convention cultural aspect of it, I think a good part of it that comes with that goes into the family. So not only do you, you know, go out with your friends or you can just go in with yourself. I think I've made a lot of friends just through conventions. I have friends who I contact. Yeah, right there, that guy. <laughs> Um, that I strictly talk to every time I go to a convention. I'm like, hey, you going to be here this year? And like, you can make friends everywhere. There, there's sometimes that, people who I didn't even know you knew because they were uh -huh. your convention friend. Yeah. They're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah so-and-so. I've known for years. Yeah, Jen, what? <laughs> Jen, you know, we've, we've got several yep. that we've met just here at MegaCon that we see them basically once a year at MegaCon, yep, but and, they're, but we, great time with them. Yeah, and it becomes a family and it, it deepens your culture. And it just, it makes it really a, a family, which is a lot for some people. Like, that's, I, I know people who, like, Bruce, for example, <laughs> yes. when I first met him at MegaCon, we hated each other. That's Absolutely pretty fair. Most people would hated hate Bruce. Him. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, we, we hung out, and we hung out, and then we're best friends. Yeah. And, like, something you would never have expected. Just, it happens. Like well, Maybe oh, that's this... part of the customs, mm -hmm. is... Because traditionally, n you know, nerds have been ostracized and forced to go seek your own, play with your own. Perhaps one of the custom is one of the customs now is to gather together, to gather together and be accepting of anyone, mm -hmm. regardless of what their passion is, and be willing to give them a chance. Yeah, yeah. that's one thing you never see at MegaCon is you never see security called because people are getting into a fight. Yeah. You you never see people who are bickering and arguing. It's mm -hmm. always, dude, that is super awesome. You look amazing. I, I love what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And it's never a negative experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I would think of it as the nerd watering hole. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. This is where you go and meet your fellow wildebeest. Mm -hmm. Neutral ground, go to your mating call. Yeah. Just, just literally be... the stupid dating or the speed, speed dating, dating they have oh, at yeah. MegaCon every it year. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. I went. I I did that one year. Yeah. 
Like, you just... Like, I, I went and I did it as, like, because I, I had a boyfriend at the time, but we, we just decided to go as me and my friend who went. She drug me to the LGBT one. I drug her to the straight one. And we we legit made some friends off that. Like, yeah. we had no intention on, you know, sleeping with anyone or whatever. But, like, you go in, you just, you know, talk to people for five minutes at a time. And, like, it's so hard not to make a friend at a convention mm -hmm. with how accepting everyone is. Exactly. I will say from my personal experience, I was never one to be too social at cons where, mm. for example, when I was going to the conventions with my friends, mm. right, I walked into the werewolf room. I never sat down and played a game. I probably have seen you two out in <laughs> oh, public yeah. without have, having ever met you yet. <laughs> years later down the line, you guys are some of my best friends, but five years ago, I would have never have said hi to you. I never yep. would have sat down at werewolf and played a game with you guys because I would have thought that does not look like something I would enjoy. That mm -hmm. That is a lot right there. Yeah. Well, that's all right, because one of these years, I'm going to drag your butt out to uh, Dragon Con. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a don't knock until you try it kind of vibe, you know? But, like... Well, I'm trying to save vacation, so... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, that the the big difference between those two... Cost. Is, <laughs> well, cost, and the way Dragon Con's set up, it is a 24-7 party the entire time. Mm-hmm. Whereas Megacon, you know, it's you know, a, well, it's eight a hour block of fun. Yeah, con convention said that they got to shut it down at a certain time. Yeah, I'm like, this is through, you know, spans of what six hotels yeah. at least, and you can. Oh, yeah, but crazy. that's that's the other thing. Another nerd custom is, you know, people. You always see, see the old uh, high school movies where you know the uh, the popular kids they all go mm -hmm. and they party hard and blah 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 and then you you know the story may focus a little bit on the you know the picked on the nerdy kids blah 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 and they're all just you know quiet and meek and they they're don't hiding do anything. in the corner sipping Bro, on something. Yeah. let me I need nerds to clarify party. we party hard exactly nerds love to party you ever been to a fucking rave at oh, a convention oh yeah seen the furries seen people in cosplay <laughs> we go hard well, we, can, we gotta are... avoid the furries you know what I mean? <laughs> they go hard in their own way yeah. but there's nothing like seeing a chemist pour you a shot yeah like that, that stuff's as, weird <laughs> dressed as rick <laughs> oh yeah no and cosplay is, is such a big part of it too like that's i did it for a little bit and it's it's such a good way to just express express your passion because it's something, you know, like, having made cosplay myself and um, having them go ahead and just walk through and you notice that someone's like, hey, man, I really like your outfit. You're like, oh, my God, thank you. Like, I made this myself. And that's that's an amazing feeling. Something you love and someone goes up and say, hey, that's real fucking cool. I'm like, thanks. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. That That's a feeling. I... I have never really cosplayed except for Halloween. Oh, my my one cosplay was the absolute best. Uh, so which one was it? So MegaCon, the year that Jen oh, had I been know. proposed at. Oh, I okay. went as a sexy schoolgirl. <laughs> Straight up wore the short skirt and everything, thigh high socks. I, we I have pictures. I got <laughs> so many compliments for that, and. Oh my god, I never thought that would be something that would be really as fun and liberating as that was. Cross-dressing yeah. at a con, oddly enough, was one of my most enriching experiences yeah. at a convention. And, and, and it's all down to, you know... It's the nerd. people. Yeah, this is the people, and it's the fact that 
the custom is like you kind of mentioned earlier is is acceptance mm-hmm. yeah and i mean it's like when i do what i do it's just the same kind of thing you're creating something when you're creating that cosplay costume you know you're taking a risk when you do that what well, you know the stuff that i do on my channels and stuff it's i'm creating something with my players and to get positive feedback from people like you're saying hey what you're doing is amazing that that's great you know that costume you made is amazing you know that game you ran was so cool that feeling of mm-hmm. just acceptance from other people that can it's enrichment really yeah. mm-hmm. and that kind of brings us to the final point of this is belief system right mm. when, when a culture is expressed through beliefs it's normally through religion right think christianity mm-hmm. blah 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 whatever the belief system of a nerd really is that no matter what you're into there will be someone out in the world who feels the same way and will support you no matter what and i think that as a whole is what really makes the nerd community as great as it is mm-hmm. is that there's no negativity sure there's toxicity but there's mm-hmm. no one out there who will put you down for the thing that you believe in well i won't i won't necessarily agree or disagree with that uh i will say that there are just like with anything else and it's gotten a lot better over the years but there are still some stigma about certain things that people are passionate about. Like you heard me comment just a little bit ago. I made the joke about, you know, furry. Well, we avoid the furries. Okay, so, there, yeah, there are some Yeah, but you're not going to put the person down no, for it. And no, that's what I mean. Not. That Okay, that, that mm-hmm. makes more sense when you explain it that way. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, you know, we'll give each other a hard time. You don't have to agree with the person, but you're not yeah. going to tell the person that what they're doing is wrong. Yeah. Exactly. Unless it's actually, actually something like breaking the law. Legitimately wrong. <laughs> yeah. At which at which point we will happily point out that something is wrong. But yeah, until you're harming people or you're causing discomfort to others, there, there's no reason for any nerd to give you any flack for anything you ever do. Mm-hmm. So let me side tangent for a sec here. The amount of time that people will band together to get shit done. Look at Kickstarters, yeah. Well, no, yeah. no, not even K. I'm just K-pop as an example. Yeah, <laughs> it's something that initially you can hear the eye roll. <laughs> yeah, initially not super, super popular. Yeah. All of a sudden, it hit America, mm-hmm. soared, and it just the amount of things that people a group that big will band together to accomplish is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely, and that. That's a great example, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, there are many things like that. It just it's coming together, and that faith. You want to talk belief systems? It's that faith. I think in the fact that there are others out there like me, and instead of pushing them away, we embrace it. We embrace mm-hmm. it. Someone exactly. feels the same way. Yep. So I think that kind of puts a whole wrap on the culture where it's not necessarily dead, but it is something completely new. And the term nerd, while a badge of honor, doesn't necessarily coin the term nerd very well anymore. The community has grown beyond nerd. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty, well, with that, I think we're going to go ahead and bring this discussion to a close. Jen, where can we meet you at? Um, you can meet me at my house in about five minutes. No, um, <laughs> you can find Zach and myself over at YouTube and Instagram at Nerd Culture is Dead. And Jason, where can we find you and what are you up to? All right. Well, uh, you can find me primarily 
uh, on my Twitch channel, uh, TogDM, uh, where I do... Uh, is D&D. that with 1G or 2G? That is 2Gs, T-O-G-G-D-M. And that uh, is where I do 5th edition live stream on Wednesday nights. Uh, but uh, I also have a YouTube channel, Totally Online Gaming Group. And you can find me Instagram and Twitter, at TogRoleplay. Alrighty. Uh, well, thank you very much, guys, for the listen, and have a good one. Bye. Bye.